the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom, and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler, and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues, currently serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, Tampa, South Tampa, that is, and Conexion is our Spanish-speaking congregation, also in Wesley Chapel. So let's begin our time together with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we... Thank you and praise you and honor you and worship you and declare, Lord, that you are number one in our lives. Lord, we just ask, Father, that you would anoint this time that we have together on this program and that people would come closer to you, lead them into revival, personal revival, corporate revival. Let us see this time be used for your glory. So, Father, we thank you, praise you, and honor you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Well, um, please, it's good to speak to you again uh, this day. Come uh, visit us, as I always say, at Shoresh David in one of our locations. Go to our website, and you will find out times and, and locations. So that's Shoresh, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org, all right? This is the last weekend that we'll be offering the free prayer and fasting packet. So if its purpose is to make it easier for you to pray and come into the presence of the Lord, call our office, and uh, we can email it to you or send it out to you, 813 831-5673. And if this program blesses you, please consider giving us a gift for Heart of Messiah Ministry. Uh, It will help us pay for our radio bills. So it's good to do that, yes? And uh, if you have a burden for Israel, I'm putting together a group of people, um, like a task force, (laughs) who will help me put on events to bless and stand with Israel. And we're going to do that throughout the Tampa Bay area. If you'd like to find out more about it and be part of this group, please email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. All right. Now, this week we'll continue to talk about prayer and fasting. 
As we mentioned the past few weeks in Luke 18.1, Yeshua says that we should always pray and not be discouraged uh, because he knew that we would not get our prayers answered always in the immediate time or the, the situation would change the way we want it to change. So he wanted us to continue to pray regardless. It's for our good that we pray, not for his. He already knows the prayer requests. And we should not be discouraged, which means we should continue. We should do it daily. And so this 21 day of prayer and fasting is to get you uh, in the beginning of the year on a habit of, of seeking God, seeking him for revival. And I'm excited about it. Uh, I, I pray that you are as well. Now, two weeks ago, we prayed the revival prayer that is in your packet. And we also looked at how to use your one hour of prayer time daily. And then today, we will start uh, with our devotional. And I will demonstrate and explain how I use it. And if you just read it, you know, you'll be done in five minutes, and that's really not the way it should go. You are to meditate on it and expand on it, uh, and so it will be way more meaningful. So this is day number 15, which is quite amazing that it's already day 15. And the theme for today is Pray for Teachers. Now, the interesting thing about teachers is there are the obvious teachers, like the people who teach school, and then there are the non-obvious teachers, like you. You might not consider yourself a teacher, but everybody is a teacher. So let's look at these scriptures. Second Timothy 4.2, proclaim the word, be ready when it is convenient or inconvenient, confront rebuke, encourage, with complete patience and instruction. So this is um, certainly a directional scripture in terms of what we should do and how we should do it. Um, it's not enough to proclaim the word. Um, we need to confront and rebuke and encourage, but we have to do it with complete patience. Uh, and so that is the challenge of this scripture, I'm sure. Second Timothy 3.16, all scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, for reproof, for restoration, and for training in righteousness. So we see besides correcting somebody, uh, which is reproof, we are to restore people with scripture. And we're to train them in righteousness. So these are some of our goals as teachers. And, and as you do this devotional, you start thinking along these lines and, and thinking uh, of, of how to apply these verses. Colossians 3.16, Let the word of Messiah dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another, with all wisdom in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with gratitude in your hearts to God. Well, again, so here we are. We're teaching and admonishing. 
which in a sense might be correcting, or uh, there are a lot of different ways you could look at that word. But uh, the interesting thing is we're supposed to do it with gratitude in our hearts to God. So this is uh, our attitude of teaching. God wants us to uh, make the things that we're teaching acceptable, and that's done when we have the right attitude. So those are the three scriptures of the devotions for today. The thought for today, or I actually have two, two thoughts. One, the first one is by Martin Luther, and he said, I'm afraid that the schools will prove the very gates of hell unless they diligently labor in explaining the Holy Scriptures and engraving them in the heart of the youth. Well, there's a lot to think about there since we don't even have Scripture any longer in school. And I guess that's really the point, right? That we need to get scriptures back in school. Uh, Then we have John Hagee, who said, want to know why American students' SAT scores are falling? We've kicked the light of the world out of the classroom, meaning God. And then C.S. Lewis said, education without values, as useful as it is, seems rather to make man a more clever devil. Okay. So those are some thoughts. And now the challenge for today is be involved with the education of our children, whether they go to public or private school, homeschool or Shabbat school, whether you are a parent or not. Be involved in the education of your children and all of our children. It can be uh, on a school board or a teaching, uh, or tutoring. It can be in many areas. Find a way to encourage our teachers, be an encourager, and be involved. So here is the closing prayer of this devotional. Father, protect our children by giving them anointed, spirit-led teachers. I pray that our teachers will not be influenced by our secular culture, Rather, they would be influencers in bringing your word to all they teach. Protect teachers. Let us learn how to encourage and help them so they don't experience burnout. Let them be creative so they can reach all the students regardless of disabilities or different ways they learn. May each teach be a great example May each teacher, I'm sorry, be a great example to their students of having an abundant life. Anoint our teachers to teach from your perspective, Lord. Let all education exalt you and lead to revival. So this gives you an idea of what our devotions are like each day. Again, if you expand them, they could be as much as 20, 25, 30 minutes if you're using extra scriptures, and just getting, uh, really, they're supposed to stimulate you. That's what the devotions are for, to stimulate you, to speak with the Lord, to uh, pray scripture. So continue with these devotions, if you would. Now, last week, we went through parts of the morning affirmation, which is also in your prayer and fasting packet, and another way to get closer to the Lord. And the ones we did last week were submitting to God 
and adoration and thanksgiving. So this week we're going to continue and start with self-examination. Well, so there, the, the thought before the scripture is, Holy Spirit, search my heart and reveal to me any sin that you find in me. Well, you know what? I think that is incorrect. Self-examination. Search me. Search my heart and reveal to me any sin you find in me. So the idea is to ask the Lord if he would show you where your sins lie. And so the scripture that goes with that is, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting, which is Psalm 139, 23, and 24. And, you know, as I was meditating on this this morning, actually, and, and I was thinking one of the sins, and I don't know if you'd call it a sin, but one of the things that I was thinking that I have not done well enough, even I, though I've talked about it, is to go through the day and expect miracles, expect to see God doing something. And so uh, that's something that I'm going to really focus on today. And that's how it works. We need to be introspective. We need to test ourselves. We need to look at who we are and and how we are functioning with the Lord. So um, the next category is called My Identity in Messiah. And this is such a, a key thing. We need to know who we are. It, it, it is key to being a strong believer. So the, the first thought here is, I rejoice, Lord Yeshua, in the identity I have in you. And then the scripture with that would be Galatians 2.20. I have, cruci- I have been crucified with you, and it is no longer I who live. So stop right there and ask yourself, have you been crucified with the Lord? And what does that actually even mean? It means that you are not going to allow your desires to be more important than God's desires. So this is how you stop and you look at these things and you you check yourself to see if you're thinking about it, if you're understanding it. And then it says, and it is no longer I who live, but you who live in me. So God is to be the... The, the driver of this bus, right? We, we, or, or if it's a plane, we're the co-pilot, right? But not the pilot. And then it says, And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in you, the Son of God, who loved me and delivered yourself up for me. Well, again, I'm not going to talk about each one of these phrases, but you get the idea uh, you establish this these words into your heart, so God changes you. You don't have to change yourself. Then I have a list of supporting scriptures: Ephesians two ten, First Peter two nine, John one twelve, John fifteen fifteen, First John three one through three, and 
these are there to, again, get you to expand this. So literally, on the morning affirmations, you can spend hours, hours on this, right? Um, Okay, let's go to another category. And um, this one is filling of the spirit, right? Great category. Filling of the spirit. Holy Spirit, direct me, anoint me, and fill me today. So you want God's spirit working deep in you. So the, the phrase before the scripture is, Holy Spirit, direct me, anoint me, and fill me today. That's a great prayer to ask God to do, right? God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. That's John 4.24. I love Ephesians 5.8 about this. I was once darkness. Well, that's clear. (laughs) Okay. But now I am light in you, O Lord. May I walk as a child of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, learning what is pleasing to you. Uh, we could spend an hour just on Ephesians 5.8. Really, I mean to think about what is goodness, what is righteousness, what is truth. These are the things that please God, and, and so we can go all sorts of places with this. Yeah. So, um, then there's the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, may your fruit grow in me. And obviously the scripture that's chosen for that is Galatians five nineteen to 23. But your fruit, O Holy Spirit, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. But what we need to do with that scripture is to take each word and really get it again into our spirit by thinking, what is love? Um, do I love? What does love look like? Have I do- Did I do it yesterday? Did everybody see my love? And then you do it with joy and peace and patience and all of those, right? And then there's this verse in John 15, 8, which should really solidify this for us. I want to glorify the Father by bearing much fruit and so prove to be Messiah's disciple. Okay, you want to prove to be a disciple of the Messiah? Then you must bear much fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. Now, one of my favorite categories is the purpose of my life. What's the purpose of my life? And though this is not a scripture, it's based on so much scripture. It's, it's right before the scripture in our packet here. And it says this, O Lord, may your purpose be fulfilled in my life today to love you completely. Okay, we'll stop there for a second. What does it mean to love God completely? you got to let your mind go there and, and think about it. What does it mean? Then the next one is to love myself correctly, and that's great because so many people think we're not supposed to love ourselves. But of course we are. 
but we have to do it correctly. So what does correctly mean? And you have to figure that out. The third is to love others compassionately. That's probably a little more clear because that means with a lot of care. We love others compassionately. And it doesn't mean some others. It means all others. It means everyone. We're to love them compassionately. And finally, and to love sharing my faith continuously. So that's the purpose of my life, to love God completely, to love myself correctly, to love others compassionately, and to love sharing my faith continuously. What That would be something to dwell on and really think about. Now, under those uh, all sorts of scriptures, I will seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. Matthew 6.33. Matthew 22.37-39. I want to love you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and I want to love my neighbor as myself. And certainly that's in Matthew 22, but also Deuteronomy 6.4 and Leviticus 19.18. And then certainly 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, which talks about uh, loving the Lord. Uh, the lo- love is patient, it's kind, it doesn't envy, it does not boast, it's not arrogant. So this gives you, you go through that scripture, and you go through each of these words, and you see what love is supposed to look like. So critical, right? And... Um, you know, and we're called to be a witness. I won't go over those scriptures. We're, we're running out of time here. But uh, the next theme is circumstances of the day. And uh, I love certainly Psalm 5-4. Adonai, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I order my prayer before you and watch expectantly. And as I mentioned before, I'm really going to try today to do that part, which is to watch expectantly, to expect God to show up in great ways. Really look for that. Ask him continuously about that. So join me in doing that, will you? Uh, Romans 8, 28, I know that all things work together for good for those who love uh, you, Lord, and those who are called according to your purpose. And so there uh, are other scriptures we can do, but we really, you know, we are kind of out of time. So next week, we're going to finish morning affirmations up, and we're going to talk about protection in spiritual warfare, which is a biggie, isn't it? And then the, the last two uh, will be, uh, well, the last one, the coming of Messiah and my future with him. So that's a biggie as well. And we're looking forward to spending time doing that next week. Now, in closing, let me just mention a few things. Remember to talk to your Jewish friends about the Lord. Share your burden for Israel. Share your burden for the Jewishness of your faith. Um, We really want you to share. Okay, let, let me know. Email me and let me know what you've done. 
Uh, also, we are beginning to book for Passover demonstrations at churches. So uh, please call us and reserve your day and time for a teaching. And uh, if you want my prayer and fasting packet, call the office, 813-831-5673. And let me mention this. I am putting together a group of people to help me put on events to bless Israel. If you are interested in that, would you email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you for this time that we've spent with you and in your presence. I pray that all the listeners who hear my voice will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah. Yeshua HaMashiach Lion of Judah The God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.